And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. You can go to the website, trenton365.com. That's the numbers, by the way, trenton365.com. You can also find me on social media, the Trenton 365 Show on Facebook, and on Instagram and Twitter at Trenton365. You can post your events to the Trenton 365 Community Calendar page on Facebook as well. So in the studio with me, I've got another filmmaker. And yeah, I know you guys are saying, wait a minute, where are these filmmakers coming from? And that's because this area of New Jersey, Mercer County, um, there's an abundance of extremely talented filmmakers who are here. And I just happen to be connected to them and consider them friends. Uh, tonight in the studio, I've got Jamal Green. Jamal's going to be talking a bit about his history, his education, etc., and his new, not new, but his ongoing web series Chronicles Of. You can go to the Facebook page under my name, Jacques Howard. You can actually see the links there and get a, a bit more information about it. But most importantly, you need to follow Jamal Green and all the other filmmakers that are doing some amazing stuff in this region. But without any further ado, welcome back you, to the Trenton 365 Show. You're welcome. Um, you know, I'm going to put you on the spot yep. because you said this earlier and, and I often forget this. Like, professionals like yourself like filmmaker you're always on the other side of mm -hmm. the camera yeah. and so your your perspective is literally from technically behind the scenes or you know back of the house kind of thing so you said hey you know I'm always get a little uncomfortable about being on this side of the camera and I apologize because I'm always no inviting filmmakers to come on and they're always like oh man dude like that's not my thing and I'm like what are you talking about you're a filmmaker but but now I know why so Thank you, and I appreciate you oh, coming in inside. Thank you. So, Jamal, let's, let's talk about um, your background, your history. Um, first of all, when did you realize that, hey, you know, I, I really like film, and I, I kind of want to make some movies? Um, at a young age. Uh, young age, uh, movies were movies and television were kind of kind of a, an escape, I should say. And I used to lose myself in, in a lot of the movies, especially being an 80s kid, um, you know, watching uh, George Lucas and Spielberg and those guys come up. Um, and get lost in those movies. And I, I, I knew I wanted to be involved in filmmaking in some capacity. I didn't know exactly what, especially at that time. Um, filmmaking, did, being a director, didn't seem a possibility, or it wasn't something that was marketed uh, towards us at that time. And this, you know, this is also pre-Spike Lee. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. um, but I knew I wanted to be involved in movies. I just didn't know if... Honestly, I, it's funny you said that. I didn't know if it was uh, in front of the screen or behind the screen, but I just knew it was an escape. Um, um, but um, I think somewhere around maybe ninth or tenth grade, I said, I said, yeah, I think I want to make movies. And um, I remember my brother taking me to see uh, "She's Got to Have It," <laughs> and uh, which I, which I, which I, I dug even at that time. I might, I might have been in seventh, eighth grade, but <clears throat> when I heard the story behind it, how Spike got it made. And uh, what went to it, it seemed like it was possible. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, wow, you can't do that. Mm. And so I think that that's when it started. But, I mean, that's when it started for me, to, as, I guess, uh, in terms of being a director. But fascination with movies going is way back to Star Wars. Yeah. You know, that, that era, so. You know, um, when you mentioned an escape, right? And, and I think that's what entertainment does. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm glad that you're, you're being candid and yeah. you're sharing that. Yeah. And then you mentioned, like, you know, the greats, George Lucas, yeah. Steven Spielberg. Um, how much does what you saw as a child 
rub off on what you're making now? Um, I guess all experiences shape uh, your point of view on everything. Um, I grew up in, um, uh, as that, at that age, I, I grew up in Brooklyn, mm. Brooklyn in the 80s, in New York in the 80s, you know, what it was like. So, um, but, um, you know, we got to see, being so close, you got to see uh, the rise of some pretty dope art at that time uh, with the rise of hip hop. And at, back at that time, you know, you know, it was breaking and the and graffiti mm -hmm. and also filmmaking, you know, uh, with Spike. So um, I think um, I, I I think that will always stay with me. Mm -hmm. um, in the back of my head, I always wanted to do something on the origin of hip hop, and the get down kind of beat me to it. So I was, I was real salty about that. <laughs> <laughs> but that was always. Uh, um, project in, my, in the back of my mind, especially my older brother was a DJ back then. Okay. So, you know, he had the Technic turntables and, you know, and, and, and all that, so set up in the basement. So I was like, man, I, I you know, and especially seeing a film called Wild Style mm -hmm. back in the day, which I wasn't allowed to see, but my brother took me anyway. <laughs> so, um, but I, I think that, I think that always stays with me. And um, especially being in New York at that time, the tension the socioeconomic tension, the, the, you know, that was just ripe in that city. And I think in the type of films that I make that comes through, um, most of the things I tend to do are thrillers with uh, societal lessons and some, some sort of uh, um, social commentary on what's happening at the moment, mm -hmm. no matter where we are. So. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm going to come back to the um, societal lessons in a minute. Um, but you said something earlier um, in, in your opening statements about um, being available for us. And, you know, when we were, you know, growing up, we didn't have a lot of options. We didn't know how big the world was. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times our world was our block, yeah. um, our neighborhood. Um, and, you know, maybe we were fortunate enough to, you know, go to the beach mm -hmm. or maybe touch into Philadelphia or New York once, once in a while. Yeah. And for me, I'm speaking yeah. personally. But once you started to realize that, you know, there, there is an opportunity for me to reach my goals or my dreams, mm -hmm. what was that like for you, especially like in a, in a segmented um, market like filmmaking? Um, once, I, once you, I don't want to say it's a calling, but once, you, once, it, once it, it locks onto you, um, there's something in you that drives you to say, I'm going to do this whether it's available to me or not. And um, it, it's, it, it's kind of an obsession. So, you know, uh, I think I saw a meme the other day. It was funny. It's a filmmaker is the only people who do a lot of work just to do more work. <laughs> <laughs> and it's truth, you know. And it just, it's a labor of love. Mm -hmm. And you just, you, you have something to say. You got a story to tell. Um, you want to see something different represented on the screen, you do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And let's talk about that portion of uh, telling a story. Um, because, you know, it's just like any other industry. People see an end product or see someone doing a job or working says, oh, I can do that. It's not that hard. Yeah. Um, like Dan Regan was on earlier. Oh, I can tell jokes. I'm funny. But that's that's only what people see. They don't see the back end, the research, um, the trial and error and those things. So can you just enlighten us about that a bit? Um, it's, a, it's an enormous amount of work. So... I, I wouldn't advise getting into it if it's something you don't love, um, because it takes up 
you don't turn it off. So it's not like you, you know, uh, most most of us filmmakers, you know, everybody works a nine to five. So you're doing this in your free time. And even when you're, when you're at your nine to five, the ideas are turning in your head and, and, and you're always trying to hustle to see, you know, whether what kind of equipment you can get, whether you're trying to find time to write something, uh, whether you're calling in every favor in the world to all your friends <laughs> to try and, you know, uh, either help you uh, physically, financially, or friend of a friend that, you know, help me find a space that I can shoot this in. Mm. Um, it, it is something, um, depending on what you're writing, um, uh, research is always key. You want to, you, you know, you're going to put something on the screen, you better know what you're talking about, because, you know, it's just the way society, everybody's going to go through your stuff and they're going to call you out if something seems inauthentic. And I, you know, um, so, it, so that's the way it is. So research, research is huge. And you always want to try and be different. Um, you know, you're always influenced by something. So, you know, there's always going to be a root to whatever you do. But um, you want to tell your stories different. You want to try and separate yourself or bring something to screen that's, you know, something that's, you know, not commonplace. Mm -hmm. you know? Or from just through a different lens. That's the best way I can put it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I have, I have Jamal Green, um, Jamal R. Green, if you're looking for him on, on social media. We're talking about him as a filmmaker, et cetera. Jamal, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you and see some of your content? Um, you can find me on Facebook at Jamal R. Green. Um, same thing on Instagram uh, and Twitter. Jamal R. Green, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. You know, um, before we come up on the break, I'd like for you to enlighten the folks about, you know, you touched on the back, the back info on the back work that people need to do with this and, and how long it takes. Um, I, I'd like for you to talk about the, the culture of filmmaking that's here uh, in central New Jersey and, and your friends. I met you through a filmmaker and uh, there's a lot of filmmakers uh, here in this region. Um, uh, this, this, this area is full of such tremendous hardworking artists. It's almost uh, an artist's dream because there, there's so many good filmmakers uh, in, in here, and um, just to name a few, uh, like Tony Goggles and Jeff Stewart, who's been tremendous in, in helping me out with uh, Chronicles, and um, I don't want to leave anybody out, but it just that's, only, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is a, a great area for uh, filmmaking, because you know, you're only, a few degrees separated from somebody who knows another filmmaker or another artist or some of the discipline that can help you out in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a, it's a it's a good cultural community, especially art wise. And I think I mean I think we're very fortunate mm -hmm. to to live in the area and to and to produce my work here. Yeah, so that's great. All right, so Jamal, I want to transition a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, talk about some of the um, the, the context behind um, what you're doing. I mean, you'd mentioned like societal lessons, mm -hmm. etc. Um, why is that important to you, number one? And what are some of the ones that that you're you're focusing on now? Um, societal lessons they're important, I guess. You know, uh, things that kind of either get under your skin or things you may see as injustices. You just want to help. You want to help, and different people, I wouldn't say fight back, but help in different ways. And, you know, uh, I've been blessed with a gift to tell stories, and sometimes you can, uh, it's easier to swallow a lesson if it's coated in sugar. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but it's important to say something in some sort of way. Um, I think um, everybody's got something to say. 
Um, it's, when you feel things are wrong, you got you got to say something in, certain, in the best way you can. And I think that's the best way I can is do my work. Great. I've got Jamal R. Green, filmmaker. You can find him on all instant uh, on all social media platforms. Jamal J A J A M A A L. R. Green. Um, again, that's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and we'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. In the studio with me now is Jamal R. Green. He's a filmmaker. I'm based out of Central Jersey region by way of Brooklyn, New York. You can follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, J-A-M. A-A-L-R Green and there you can check out all his information you can also look on the Trenton 365 show Facebook page and get a little teaser from one of his projects that is an ongoing project which is, which is Chronicles of and we're going to be talking about that um, in, in, in just a moment but um as I usually say every week, you know, the off the air is when I have these like interesting conversations. And I just found out something about the work that Jamal is doing that has blown me away. And I'm, I'm a little stoked about getting home and being able to watch the full episodes. Because if you look at the link that I've posted on social media, that's from 2014. So that's four years ago. And I'm, I'm just assuming that you've gotten more talented over the four years, over that time period. And I was watching this like, man this looks pretty dope. Like I gotta, I gotta check this out, you know? So, um, talk about, um, that, that particular episode and then bring us up to where you are now with working work with what you're working on, um, during Chronicles of, um, Chronicles of start is an idea I had back in 2007. And, uh, at that point, um, I hadn't had any film schooling yet or anything like that. I was just trial and error and making shorts here and there. And I was trying to flesh the idea out of a, a flawed um, detective, a flawed man, who just decided to give his life to, uh, in, almost as a penance, to uh, give his life to, to stopping murders. And I, I was experimenting. I didn't know if I, if I wanted to write a feature with it. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to do episodic TV at that point. I really, at that point, I really only had interest in cinema, not television. Um, uh, so uh, a couple of friends and I went out. We did a couple test shoots to see how um, it would come. They would come out, and what you see there is a piece of that. Um, when I got to film school, it was around that time that um, web series was were first introduced, and I said that's the format that I think I can tell this story on. Because I knew I had more things to say that could fit in, fit in a feature, but I didn't know much about writing television episodes at that time, and I didn't think you know, I didn't think I had the skill set. So so it started, uh, Chronicles started off as just a simple uh, murder mystery, and um, the way I write is I kind of just dump everything in my head on paper and then cut away. And I realized I had all these things about uh, society that I needed to say. And I said, okay, why not creatively put it into a murder mystery? Mm. Uh, focusing on an ensemble cast of many characters with different storylines all hooked together by one thing. And the underlying thing, the underlying plot of Chronicles is what happens to the world when systemic corruption runs rampant. 
and it affects the politics, it affects policing, it affects uh, how we do business, how we treat each other, and all those things are intertwined. Mm. And that's what this series is about. And it's, lo it, you know, the, the locations, it takes place in New York and Philadelphia, and two fictional towns that I uh, created, one called Capital City and one called Pottersfield, that is separated by a river, sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> sure does. <laughs> but, um, uh, I, I really wanted to tell a political, you know, touch on a political story about how you have these two towns who are similar, uh, similar socioeconomic background, but separated culturally, but the politics keeps them divided and continues to, to keep the, its foot on their, on their neck and no one's, no one's succeeding and only a few are surviving. And so I throw a powder keg on that by throwing murder in there. That's the basis of it. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the best way for people to see these? These will. Um, we're, st we're still in, we're still in production on the city, I mean, on the city on the series. So um, once they're cut and done, they'll be on Vimeo. But there are two. Like I said, there's two experimental uh, episodes on Vimeo when I was still creating the idea, and I will definitely link those to you. And they, wherever you put them, they, they can see them. But you can also find me on Vimeo at Jamal Audrey. Yeah, let's talk about the distribution, the business side of it, because I often like to have um, um, artists talk about the business side of it, um, because I think a lot of times people think, oh, they're just creatives. Yeah. But to be successful as a creative, you need to have a certain level of business acumen mm -hmm. as well. And um, can you just talk about the importance of that and some of the things that you've done? Um, well, a lot of it's been trial and error. Um, uh, I make films. I have a film partner, Wilson Abiyavanga, who right now is in his home country in Angola. We have a small production company called MG Cinecraft. And uh, we met in film school. And um, the, the biggest part of, 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 of filmmaking, of course, is the finance. So you, you really have to network. You have to network. You have to know how to sell your project. Um, you have to have, uh, you have to have, find a way to distribute it, of course. Um, because if anyone's going to finance or they're going to know, well, where, well, how am I going to make my money back? Where, where's it going to go? So um, that's the catch-22 in filmmaking, and a lot of it is the networking and who you know. Um, and it's, it's hard to find financing if you don't have distribution. Distribution won't give you a deal if you don't have a finance. Mm -hmm. So um, it's kind of trying to make two things come together at the same time. And the best advice is I can... Uh, give out is um, meet as many people as you can, find new and ingenious ways to raise to raise funds, and have have a product to show. So when you pitch, you can say, here, this is what I did, and um, this is how much it costs, and, you know, um, visuals always help. So you have something that's going to, you know, blow people away. It's your pitch. They're like, okay, yeah, I, I, I may uh, give this guy a chance, so, but, yeah. Mm -hmm. And can you talk about the uh, importance of social media? And, and I say social media, I want you to, to think about it um, in the full spectrum, not only as you as an individual and as a creative, but also for the work that you're producing, mm -hmm. um, different ways that you're utilizing that and the importance of it. Um, social media is, is, is highly important. I mean, it's the way people communicate now. So it's the best way to catch lightning in a bottle. And... Um, you, 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 really, you have to utilize all the platforms. Um, it's not easy. 
there are people that there there are actually professions dedicated to it now. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's it's highly important. You got to have something that people can see, they can link to, that's that's um, consistent, that sticks in, sticks in, in in their head. Um, good hashtags. Um, just get out there, have a, an incredible media blast plan, and that's something any of us can do if you just you know take a little bit of time to uh, put that together. But it, it's incredibly important. Mm -hmm. um, there's a there's there's series now who things that have started off as web series and uh, been flipped into TV series because as they were pitched, they said, "Well, look at our social media presence. We already have a million followers. We already have how many million people viewing what we already did. You've got a built-in audience. Somebody's." More willing to finance it, mm -hmm. you know. So it's it's it's, it's highly important. It's it's necessarily. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now you said earlier on that at a young age um, you realize, hey, this is what I want to do. Like mm -hmm. while you were in high school, mm -hmm. and um, I'm sure you well, you mentioned your brother. Mm -hmm. um, what was your your familial support at that time, as well? Um, at that point, um, I don't I don't I don't honestly I don't know if I verbalized to my family that I wanted to, to make films. I, I, I don't I honestly don't remember. Um, but they've always been supportive of whatever whatever, you know, thing I wanted to pursue. But my family's been supportive. Um, uh, my brother especially. My brother was an artist I remember when we were young, my older brother, he was a fantastic artist, he could draw. And so I would always try and you know the stuff he he did and uh, um, but um, that turned into other uh, visual arts and, and, and film, but um, but my family my family's always been supportive, um, and it really wasn't until I got way into adulthood that I really hunkered down and said, okay, I want to try and make this happen. Mm -hmm. And um, family's been very supportive. That's great. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, for those who are just getting started mm -hmm. um, in filmmaking, etc. And this is something that I've asked other filmmakers. For those who are just getting started in filmmaking, um, there's no need to go out and buy all this tens of thousands of dollars of equipment. No. Can you just give a little advice for the ones who are starting out? Um, just get a camera. It's not so much the equipment, especially when you're just starting out. It's just a tool. It's how you use it. So uh, just you know, it's just just remember that your camera or whatever you're using to make films is just a tool, and it's well how how will you use that particular tool? So. Um, I wouldn't, I'd get a simple camera, buy used, whatever you can, um, and practice. Just outwork everybody. Just make as many th many films as you can. Um, and now's the time, especially when you're first starting out, is to make all the mistakes you can ever make. Experiment, try hard, but just constantly, just outwork everybody. And uh, it's the man hours you put in. By the time you, 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 you're able to um, get your hands on some of the high-end stuff, You've you've already uh, approved the, the skill set mm -hmm. to actually be able to uh, unleash with, with the, the power of, the, of these uh, high-end cameras and not the technology we have now to do. But I I don't recommend going out and spending a ton of money when you're first starting. Mm -hmm. I would say just you know um, just get something get something that that works <laughs> basically and practice mm -hmm. and practice and then slowly slowly build up you know. You want to outgrow. You want to outgrow the the the, the, the tool you're using. You don't want to have something you, you need to grow into. That's the way I see it. Great. Yeah. 
Jamal R. Green has been my guest. Thank you very much. I'm glad you were Thank able to come back. Thank you so much for bringing me in. I'm sure thing. And I will have you back again as you talk more about Chronicles of and how that progresses, okay? I appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, folks, you've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show heard Tuesday nights over WIMG 1300 from approximately 8 to 9 p.m. I have artists in all the time, like Jamal and Dan Regan and others who are doing some amazing things here in this region. And I encourage you to reach out to them. It's not always necessary for you to go to the big cities of New York and Philadelphia and even Newark and New Jersey. Um, you can actually get a lot of those things done here in Trenton, New Jersey and in Mercer County. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Trenton365. Have a great night, folks, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for watching.